It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello there, my name is Willie Lawson, this is Fight Back 2020. My name is Willie Lawson, and again, thank you for being with us. We appreciate you spending some time here with us on Fight Back 2020. You know, it just gets more and more insane and more and more ridiculous, but, you know, that's that's our world. I wanted to share some of some real numbers with you today about how coronavirus went yesterday. I got to tell you that coronavirus is losing ground here in the United States. Just like we mentioned in our last podcast, I told you sort of clumsily, but I told you as the number of cases increase and they're going to because of increased testing. Uh, The president uh, went out today and basically told people some common sense stuff like, listen, not everybody needs to get tested for, you know, because perfectly that's a waste of resources for people who are not in the target group of people who are healthy. It's stupid for everybody to get tested. It's just dumb. So let's not do that. Let's save our resources for people who are in the target areas of people who may end up being being sick. It doesn't make any sense for perfectly healthy people who aren't showing any symptoms of anything to be tested. It's dumb. Um, he didn't say it that way, but I sort of expounded on that. <clears throat> but there is going to be increased testing. I saw, it's funny, I was watching, watching something news. I think it was Newsmax this morning because if you don't, if you are still watching uh, the corporate news, if you're still watching CNN, MSNBC, Fox News, if you're still watching ABC, CBS, and um, N- you know what, NBC and MSNBC, stop. You can get the Newsmax app on your television for free if you've got a internet ready television, or if you subscribe to a service like. Amazon or Amazon Prime, just download the Newsmax app. If you're interested in weather or if you're interested in news or what's going on, just I'm going to tell you to get the real dope. And I am not running a commercial for them. I don't I don't have any. I wish I did had some connection with them in that, in, in that way to make a few bucks. Oh, I, oh, my God. I wish I did. But I do not. So my our plan here uh, as of late is that we just watch news. If we're looking to find out what's going on, we just watch Newsmax. Newsmax has um, Mark Levin on and any number of other conservatives. 
I would hope that the Fightback Media Network would be on Newsmax at some time. That would be a great thing. Maybe you could write Newsmax, email them and tell them, hey, there's this great show on the Internet on FightbackMedia.com and this fantastic host with this melodious, melodious voice that you just have to have on Newsmax. Would you do that for us? Yeah, of course. Of course not. But anyway, um, I was watching um, a Newsmax story and I'm getting ready for work this morning. Oh, and I'll tell you about that, too. And I saw some people in hospital sort of hazmat gear in this parking lot. And it seemed like they were, it was a drive through testing center. <laughs> and I'll be doggone later if the president um, didn't come out with um, some information to use some of the large big box stores as mobile testing centers for people to get tested so they wouldn't have to go into a hospital so they wouldn't have to go into a clinic they wouldn't have to go into their doctor's office they could stay in their vehicles and they could actually perform the test in their vehicles i just thought well that is that's that's a bit much but it's special because someone said today i was listening to another program on my way home from work that is this this sort of thing is very very tough because if you and i'm gonna tell you i've been as frustrated with the american people the american people and their reaction to this as i've ever been with anything i don't have any idea why y'all are buying freaking toilet paper i don't know why you're hoarding the damn toilet paper i just don't get it if you need 14 rolls of toilet paper for a 14-day quarantine, then there's something else medically wrong with you. What the hell is with the toilet paper and the pa- and the, and the tissues and, and the paper towels? What the hell is wrong with y'all? What are you, what are you gathering this stuff up for? <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense. In, in any case, so uh, I, I was listening to someone, and what they mentioned was it's, it's kind of hard on reactions to these kind of things. What we do know is that the best way to stop this spread is containment. The best way that you can assuage the damage and control and mitigate the damage is containment. So you have, in in a country this large, where you have 330 million people, what you have to do is that you have to keep people out. You have to quarantine. We have to quarantine ourselves. We have to shelter in place, so to speak. And that always seems extreme. I mean, it always seems extreme. And I believe it's because it is. Now, the other sort of many shelter in places are starting to happen. The NBA, NHL, NCAA have all pretty much shut down, pretty much stopped operations. NCAA came out yesterday and said that they were canceling all their spring sports. It's interesting. I I saw a story again on Newsmax where the, the torch ceremony for the Olympics, that starts up in Greece about this time, and then they run that torch all over the world, basically that they had to stop it because people wouldn't stop coming out to watch it. 
They were going to do it, but people kept coming out to watch it. And so there were still crowds. So all over Europe, they were like, well, no, we're just going to have to stop. So everybody is sort of sheltering in place. I know that this is probably the best thing, but it is the most frustrating thing because there are other things killing people every day. As a matter of fact, the seasonal flu today, if you were curious, killed over a thousand people that died from complications from the seasonal flu. Let me give you some numbers. Yesterday, worldwide, the percentage of people who died from coronavirus-related illness was 3.69 of the people who got the virus. Fairly virulent. Today, that ticked up a little little bit worldwide to 3.72. However, us here in the United States... We were at three point with 41 deaths yesterday and 1,716 cases. Today, we had 2,287 cases. But I told you because of increased testing, we were going to see more people who had contracted the virus. That's going to happen. That's going to continue to happen for probably a little bit, probably the next two weeks. It's going to happen as we test more and more people. However, there were four, there are there have been 48 deaths. I do not want to demean people dying. I don't want to treat it like it's nothing. It th- there's it's horrible. And I'm so sorry to the people again who passed away and their families and their friends. It's terrible. I mean, it's terrible. I, I, I don't want to. I don't, I don't want to act like all these people are dead and, and they don't matter. Well, of course they matter. Well, of course they matter. I, I don't want it to seem like that. But we had forty-one deaths yesterday. Today there were seven more. We had so, so we have a total of forty-eight deaths. Forty-eight out of twenty-two eighty-seven is two point one four. Yesterday. We were at 2.38. It's working out pretty much like Dr. Carson said it would. As the denominator, the bottom number gets bigger. The percentage of people who are dying who can track the virus is getting smaller. And in a while, we're going to find out what, how virulent, how deadly it really is. A lot of people are saying it's, it's so deadly, but we're going to find out. It seems deadly because we haven't tested enough people to find out how deadly it is. It's not as deadly as the regular flu. Well, not as many people have died. It may end up being more deadly, but not as many people have died. We're going to find out. We're going to find out. Um, Right now, like this is from yesterday's program. You can go back in the archives and check that out. Uh, I put the show up on Spreaker yesterday. I'm going to put this show up on Spreaker and Blog Talk Radio. So you can go back in the archives and find out 
no matter where you're listening, if you're listening on Google Podcast, you can go back a show is on Google Podcast. If you look at listening on iHeart, iHeart.com, it's there. I saw it. You can go back and you can listen to it. It's cool. It's great. Um, wherever you listen to it, that'd be cool if you send me an email at WLS860 at gmail.com and let me know where you heard the show. That'd be cool. But yesterday, uh, we figured out that the average number of deaths from the seasonal flu is 615,000 worldwide. And this year, 95,615 people as of yesterday, we're already dead. Yesterday, 1,162 people died from complications of seasonal flu. Now, today, it was a little better. Only 1,016 people, I believe, excuse me, 1,012 people died from complications from the seasonal flu today. 1,000 people died today from complications from seasonal flu. Seven passed away today from complications of coronavirus, COVID-19. The Hong, um, Kung Fu, Kung Flu, whatever you call it, whatever you want to call it. So like the doctors keep saying, we've got a lot to learn, but this pandemic panic is problematical. It's problematical in a lot of things. Like I told you, I this afternoon, Friday afternoon in my house is, I go to work at Bush Gardens. Oh, by the way, you know I work at Bush Gardens. Um, you probably heard Bush Gardens uh, because Bush Gardens is owned by SeaWorld Entertainment. SeaWorld Entertainment today decided that they were going to suspend operations of their theme parks around the world, around the country. There are 12 starting on Monday the 16th through the end of the month to, to April 1st. I think we're I think they're opening up again on April 1st. Uh, maybe that's an April Fool's joke. I don't know, but we'll find out because as we find out, you will find out. As I find out, you will find out. So, um, Now, there has been no cases of coronavirus or anything else that is that we're looking at, that we're panicked about at any of the parks um, in the SeaWorld Entertainment family. But it's that phrase that I want you to be aware of. Out of an, an abundance of caution, I want you to be super aware of that phrase because people are going to be using it as a, basically an, an excuse to do anything they want. Again, I want to reiterate, if you're a private business, if you're Disney, if you're SeaWorld Entertainment, if you're Publix, if you're Amazon, if you're if you're a private entity, if you're the NBA, the NHL, if you're the NCAA, you can do whatever you CBS, NBC, you can do whatever you want. If you're the view, as a matter of fact, the view has basically sent Joy Behar home. Joy Behar is 77. She's in the target group of people who are susceptible to the, the 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 regular, the seasonal flu, and has sort of been proven to be susceptible to coronavirus. So they basically sent her home. Now, they gave her a lot of room to say that she made this decision on her own, but they sent her old ass home. Good. I don't want... 
Joy Behar to get the coronavirus. I don't. I don't want her to be ill. I don't want her to die because of coronavirus because I disagree with pretty much everything the woman says. So if it made sense to send Joy Behar home, then she needs to stay her old, wrinkled, dumbass home. Get soon better, Joy. Uh, <laughs> and that's fine. I think that's that's great. I only worry when there are government entities that are saying you can only assemble 249 people, that you can't have gatherings of public gatherings of more than 250. Can you have 239? Well, I don't see how that makes much of a difference, but okay. It's it's the arbitrary it's the arbitrary nature of these sort of edicts, and of course, all these government entities, state and local, are saying, well, out of an abundance of caution. Remember that phrase, out of an abundance of caution. If you don't think that they'll be using that very same phrase to keep gatherings from happening later and spouting, uh, touting health reasons or public safety reasons, and they'll be using that phrase illegally to tamp down speech that they don't like, gatherings that they don't like, people that they don't like, political ideas that they don't like. You are, if you don't think it's going to happen, it happens sooner than later. I guarantee it. I guarantee before November, we're going to see exactly what I'm saying. And if you don't believe that, you're crazy. I'm just saying, you're crazy. You're not paying attention. What sort of Pollyannish world do you live in? Do you live in? Because that's not the po- that's not the world that the rest of us have to exist in. Anyway, um, I'm leaving work, and it hits me that not so long ago in my life. And I think that this is the problem with a lot of the young people. It sort of blows you away a little bit when you realize that, especially because my my work in the theme park, I work with a lot of people who weren't even born. You know, 2001. They weren't even born. So it's crazy, right? Or they were they were little, they were babies, were little kids. And I remember. Those times being, it's hard to say it this way, special in a way, because we were a nation that was under attack. There was, there was, and there was no doubt about it. There was no doubt about it. That one day, September 11, 2001, 3,000 3, Americans died. Not 41, not seven. Not even a thousand, three thousand people who were just going to work, who weren't doing anything to anybody, who hadn't contracted a disease, were murdered that day. We were a nation under attack. And yes, for a while, it was a gut punch and we were sort of you know, for for a bit. But what we decided to do as a nation was that we decided to, sh- to show resolve. 
that we weren't going to let this thing control us. Because frankly, we're Americans. We do things differently. We have a different attitude here. What we're not is afraid. What we don't do is panic. What we do is organize. What we do is pull ourselves together. What we do is encourage each other. What we do is freaking win, freaking win, and freaking win. That's what we do. And what we do is that, that in all that, we do our best to protect our personal freedoms, even when there are acts being taken by our government that was using the phrase out of the abundance of caution. Where do you where in the hell do you think the Patriot came the Patriot Act came from? Appropriately named, right? Makes it sound like a good idea. Hmm. And we're still dealing with some of the repercussions of the Patriot Act today. FISA courts, all sorts of other things we're dealing with out of an abundance of caution. Some of us have learned the lesson. And some of the people that we're talking to who are, who are younger people have not learned the lesson. That was 19 years ago, I guess. And some of the people that I work with at Bush Gardens, you know, they're they're young people. They're in their they're 21, 22 years old. If they were if they were born, if they were alive, they were one, two years old. They don't have any idea. Right? So I get it. And I'm not blaming them. But I am blaming some of the people who do remember. And again, I don't want to demean the deaths of 3,000 Americans that day. But I'm going to tell you, it was different. We were together. There was a common enemy and people were together. It was weird when you went to a grocery store because people weren't talking. People were very quiet. There were no planes flying in the air. We took that step. We took that step. Were they still going to attack us with planes? We didn't know. But there were no planes in the air. So it was very quiet. And people were very quiet. But people had a steely resolve that we weren't going to be conquered, that we weren't going to change, we weren't going to buckle. So when it came time for the NFL to have games, damn it, we had games. And from those games, we got the um, one of the most heart-wrenching, incredible moments of a national anthem performance in the history of our country. Here in Tampa Bay, where I live. Here in Tampa, where I live. It is the definitive version and performance of the national anthem. So, that's who we were in 2001. Who we are in 2020 are people who are going to the grocery store and buying as much toilet paper as they can because they may be locked in their house for 14 days. Jesus, really? Are you kidding me? This is who we've turned into? 
This is the nation with a steely resolve? Ready to take on all comers? This is who we've turned into? That we're buying up, that we're buying all the toilet paper off the shelves and getting as much hand sanitizer because we're afraid of, a, of that some of us may get a cold? And for most people, and I say it that way, and for most people who actually contract the virus, who have symptoms, not much worse than a cold. So this is who we've turned into in, in 19 years? Oh my God. That's disturbing. Let's talk about the Dow for a little bit. I don't believe necessarily that the Dow is a great um, barometer of necessarily how, how the economy is going, but it is something that ma- mainstream media will look to if it's going good and there's a person in the White House that they like, they attribute that it doing good to that person. If it's doing good, and there's a person in the White House they don't like, then they say the number that you see in the Dow is fake, it's phony, it's not real. This is how mainstream media deals with it. If the number is going, if, if the number is crashing, then the person in the White House that they like didn't have anything to do with it. If the number is crashing, and the person in the White House is someone they don't like, then that person is responsible. This is how that game is played. That's how those four boxes are divided up. So we're going to look at the Dow. The Dow took a friggin' dump yesterday. Biggest point drop since 1987. But the whole bottom just came out of the damn thing. And since then, um, Dow Jones has put in cooling off periods where they actually stop trading for 15 minutes to keep so people can, that doesn't happen. You dropped yesterday. And today, basically during the president's news conference on what they've been able to get done with coronavirus relief and direction, you can just see during the press conference, the Dow ticking up, ticking up, ticking up, finishing at 23,185.67, a 9.3% increase over yesterday, over where we started today, almost 10 points in a day. Why? Because the president has talked about, we're going to, and I mentioned it earlier, the story about about testing. We're going to expand testing, which is what the health community has wanted, the healthcare community has wanted, and they're, and they're getting it. What else are we doing? Hospitals. And I mentioned this, you know what, in the last broadcast, hospitals need to be released to do their thing. Hospitals are getting released to do their own thing. They're getting released to increase the number of critical care beds. And the United States already has more critical care beds per capita than anybody else in the world. 
forget all the socialized medicine in, in the world. The United States has more critical care beds than anybody else in the world. Our system is awesome. It is solid. It is fabulous. It needs to be left alone and thrive on competition. But that's another story, isn't it? So in any case, hospitals are getting the ability to test. Hospitals are getting the ability to bill Medicare for some of these things and not take on all the expenses. Uh, And what I thought was interesting is that the president has sort of lifted the, the rules and regulations on telehealth. Can you get to a doctor? Can you get to a nurse practitioner? Well, yes. Now you can get to a doctor or a nurse practitioner online, even if it's over um, state boundaries, over state lines. And as these this information was, was coming out, the dial was ticking up and ticking up and ticking up. Yesterday, he signed an $8.3 billion package for coronavirus relief for people who are going to uh, have some trouble because the place they, they work at is closed or they had to be quarantined for 14 days. All sorts of situations that we're going to find out. So this is going to be very, very important. There's uh, $50 billion, $50 billion um, in aid for small businesses through the SBA, Small Business Administration for um, for loans, low-interest low loans for businesses that are being adversely affected by the ravages of coronavirus. So there's something to be done. There's something that's happening. It's tough. And I'm, I was going to mention, I, was, I alluded to this before. It's tough. If you do too much in the beginning, it seems like overreaction. But if you don't do enough in the beginning and the thing gets out of control, it's obvious that you didn't do enough. So it's really hard to win. I think that you can do all that you think you, you need to do in the beginning. Hope it works. But we all have to be, as patriots, we have to be careful. We have to make sure people are still asking the question, how much of my personal freedom and liberties am I going to give up? And can I give them up for a length of time and get them back? Probably not. Probably not. But that's where we are, folks. That's what's going on. All right. Thank you again for coming to Fight Back 2020. My name is Willie Lawson. Uh, You can find Fight Back 2020 on the fightbackmedia.com website. We can be found on Spreaker. Uh, This show is also going to be up on Blog Talk Radio. That's going to put us on iTunes. We're going to be on Google Podcasts. We're going to be on Apple Podcasts, Deezer, CastBox. You name it. We're going to be there. Wherever you hear us, do me a favor. Send me an email. WLS860 at gmail.com. That would be super, super, super helpful. We appreciate that greatly. I'd like to thank uh, one of my great sponsors, my friend Christine Vasconcello at Blooming Days Flower Shop here in Tampa Bay, 11618 North Florida Avenue. Uh, you can you're, get flowers from there, 
www.bloomingdays.com and they'll make sure that happens. So if somebody is feeling under the weather, maybe get a little corona going on, please send flowers. Fresh flowers always brighten up a room. Always brighten up a heart. From one of the best florists in all of Florida, consistently on the FTD, FTD's top 100 florists of the country list, Blooming Days Flower Shop, www.bloomingdays.com. Again, my name is Willie Lawson. This is Fight Back 2020, a production of Fight Back Media. Until we see you again, go out there and learn something, love somebody, and for goodness sakes, y'all take care of yourself. We will see you when we see you. Bye-bye. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.